Well, look who decided to show. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. And whatever comes our way. Take the world in a loving place. Explode into space. Every metal thunder. Hello, bonjour. Welcome to another edition of Cafe de Renee. I'm your host, James Sunstall, joined once again by the star of the show, Mr. Renee Degree. Renee, how are you doing today? Hello, bonjour, tout le monde. I'm doing good, James. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, sorting a few things at the weekend. Uh, it's my eldest's birthday in a couple of days, so we went to uh, toy shop today. And uh, yeah, just a quiet day besides that. So with all like um, the problems, that you, did you have a hard time finding toys and stuff? You had that problem over in the UK? No, it's no. Uh, pretty... Yeah, my eldest is pretty easy going there. She told me what he wants, so I know what he wants. But yeah, we got quite a few toy stores over here, so we're we're pretty good. Uh, the big one did close down though a couple of years ago. Uh, you remember uh, Toys R Us, don't you? Yes. Yeah, it closed down, but apparently it's making a comeback. They're going to be start opening some stores up next year. Oh, because we have one in uh, my city, but it never closed down. It's still there. Oh, they all closed down over here. But uh, besides that, we've got like uh, big stores like Smith Toys and like obviously other things like Argos and whatever people mm-hmm. listen to a wrestling podcast must be thinking what we're doing talking about toys but <laughs> but yeah uh, we, we're okay over here and if not you can always order stuff online these days right so uh pretty good but uh cool so uh what do you call it uh, so obviously we had Phil LaFon on last week great interview and in that uh, so we missed a few big headlines from uh, last week and that but the biggest headline uh, was the recent WWE releases, and uh, me and you spoke about it in private, but some pretty big names got released, uh, and I spoke to Stevie Ray about it also, and it seems to be becoming more and more common, and it doesn't matter what star power these people are, they, it doesn't seem to matter, WWE just keeps releasing them. Well, there was a point in time, a couple of years ago, they were signing everybody to these huge contracts, right? And yeah, I don't know if that was a fear of AEW or or what the deal was, but I guess they might not be as intimidated by uh, Tony Khan as previously thought. That's why they're getting rid of everybody, right? Maybe. Yeah, that's a, that's something similar to what uh, Jim Cornette said. Because uh. someone who kept getting big contracts was uh, Mike Bennett, and of eventually they released them and mm. yeah uh they've got so many people and i think now aw seem to reach its ceiling uh around about that million viewers uh less even so i think they're thinking yeah might as well just get rid of some people and save some money uh but another reason why some of these people are supposed to have been released is because of the um vaccine so mm. in america now i think their president biden stated by january 4th all the large corporations companies uh has to be uh, workers has to be vaccinated by january 4th yes and there's some people in WWE was against the vaccine i think nia Jax was one of them uh keith lee had some medical issues in the past with his heart so him taking this still new vaccine 
it's a big risk for him. And I think there's some people from a political standpoint, like Karrion uh, Cross, who's more right wing, who's just against mm. the vaccine. Mm. Uh, What's it like over your way? Like the vaccine, is it mandated or how is it? Whoops, yeah. yeah, a lot of people are uh, forced to take it because of the jobs. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was especially WWF because, I mean, they're a traveling company worldwide. And, mm. you know, if, if, if they're promoting you and giving you all this TV time, they have to, you know, put you on live events and stuff, right? So, it, you know, it makes sense. You know, I got mine because I just can't fucking wait to start traveling again, right? So. I stop. I still haven't had mine. No, really? Yeah, parents have. Uh, my mother actually caught, uh, got COVID last week, ironically. Um, she's on the mend. Uh, but I've never had them. And people say to me, why? And I'm like, uh, no, this vaccine got cooked up in a lab, you know, within a few weeks. Right. You know, I'll let everyone else test it out. I'll let everyone else be the guinea pigs, and then I'll see the side effects a couple of years down the line. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to drop dead within the next 10 years, but hey, it was a good run. Yeah, I'm preparing for that uh, zombie apocalypse. You know, I've played a lot of video games, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know how much of that. I've watched a lot of movies as well, so I don't know how much of that I can put into practice, but hopefully it'll give me some sort of advantage. <laughs> Well, Jesus Christ, man, I start. I lived in the United States for six years, right? And then yeah. for about 10 years, I never even went. And then over the last several years, four or five years, I started traveling like different cities, man. These major cities looks like the Walking Dead with the yeah. with the uh, opiate epidemic and, and drug epidemic in the United States. Like, mm. it's fucking unreal. And now we got fentanyl coming in. I don't know. Is that bad? in the UK. I haven't heard of it personally. I'll tell you a quick story. I was in Liverpool, right? I went to the, the shopping center. It's called the Liverpool Square or something. Liverpool One, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, I'm outside of, uh, of a McDonald's just having a coffee, just you know, staring at people. All of a sudden, this homeless guy just fucking keels over of an overdose, like right in front of me. I'm like, wow. And that's everywhere. And Canada's getting really bad, too. I mean, it's an epidemic. Insane. So. Uh, let's talk some wrestling, huh? Talk some wrestling. Well, um, well, one that had released, uh, Karrion Cross. So, AAA is supposed to be making a push for him. And I don't know if you've seen the news this week regarding AAA, Renee. No, what happened? Ooh, so you're aware of the uh, drug cartel over in Mexico? Okay. Right, so let me uh, get it up here for you. So like we said on this show, we're kind of prepared sometimes. Uh, <laughs> get it up here. Right. So yeah, uh, drug cartel uh, tells wrestlers not to uh, hit the show, uh, go to the show because uh, blood will be spilled. <laughs> Wow. Somebody owes somebody money? So I'll give you the transcript from Cultaholic uh, by friend of the show, Aiden Gibbons. Uh, a Lucha Libre AAA slash Big Lucha Spot Show set for November 10th was cancelled after a local drug cartel warned performers not to show up to avoid the spilling of innocent blood, including theirs. AAA slash Big Lucha was scheduled to hold a major event 
at the Metapec Fair in Mexico State, Mexico, on Wednesday, November 10th, with the likes of Psycho Clown, El Hijo del Fikingo, oh, that's that right, and Otkin Jr. set to be in action. The whole fair ended up being cancelled through after the local drug cartel left media, uh, Micho Akana, I hope no angry Mexican drug lords are after me, uh, because I butchered right. the name. Uh, but they hung some banners on overpasses around Metapec, aimed at the promoter Mario Garcia. Um, one banner revealed, urgent message, we inform all the artists who are going to perform, not to perform at the venue, to avoid the spilling of innocent blood due to the actions of that bum, the businessman right. Mario Garcia. Wow. So, have you come across this way? I know you've already done a show years ago with Ultimate Dragon, but something yeah. in the book? I've never heard of him, no. But uh, I tell you who I would not want to mess with is the drug cartels. So that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Damn. It is. Uh, <laughs> so obviously like i don't know i've never been to mexico i'd like to go one day uh i mean hopefully i don't get wrapped up in that sort of situation but um <laughs> yeah um i don't know if this guy took a loan out from the cartel and he hasn't paid it back but that's what some people are saying mm. um have you you've mentioned that you've seen some like uh yakuza over in japan but have you seen any of the gang uh, gangsters so i suppose you could say in mexico no, because I just did that one show and I was staying in Ultimo Dragon's dojo, right? And, uh, yeah. No, that's I no, but I heard all kinds of stories of like uh, the luchadors being on their bus and like uh, the cartels like help hold up the bus and rob them and shit. You know, that's oof, that's scary. You're going back soon, ain't you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Might want to rethink that one. <laughs> cool. So, uh, so happening over stateside. So, WWE has been teasing uh, the Rock lately uh, mm -hmm. through social media and on YouTube and mentions on TV. So, some uh, WWE superstars was taking photos, like paying homage to the Rock, so dressed up like the Rock right. through the years, uh, posting stuff like who's the Rock's greatest rival. So. Next week is Survivor Series, and it's actually going to be the 25th anniversary of The Rock's debut, which is yeah. crazy to think how much that time has flew by. Right. Uh, so there's some speculation that The Rock's going to show up at Survivor Series and possibly tease the match, which inevitably will happen one day between him and Roman for possibly uh, next year's WrestleMania. Oh. Oh. So is he showing up, or...? Uh, it's the feeling you get that's doing a lot of teasers for The Rock uh, oh. every day on social media and on WWE programming. That they they um they're not saying outright saying he's coming back, but hints. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, that's definitely a that's definitely a main event, and they'll definitely fill the fill the crowd with that. You know, I mean, The Rock is uber over, right? Are you amazed like how over a wrestler got like? in mainstream as the rock like a genuine hollywood superstar mm. yeah you'd have to go back maybe like in the 50s and 60s to find somebody as over as him right but I mean, uh hogan, i mean obviously hogan can't act you need to act that's one thing 
But <laughs> I'd say that I like Suburban Commando. But, um, <laughs> but it's it's like uh, I mean because The Rock he was in and out at a young age like I think by the time he left like in 2002 or 2003 I think is when he kind of like left for good for a good few years I think he was still only early 30s when he left yeah yeah he only had really like a five year run to be honest with you. yeah and he was like young yeah, because by two thousand end of two thousand one, he was on his way to Hollywood. So Pretty much. Two thousand two, he had that one angle with uh, Goldberg. And That's then, right. Yeah, that was it. And he made cameos every now and then, like in when I worked with him in in two thousand three. Mm -hmm. That, yeah. You mentioned how great it was to share the ring with him, and oh. when you said feeling it from the audience, I think you oh. said. Only ever with him and Austin's where you felt it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, unreal feeling. But he was yep. by far, he topped the list. Yeah. Did he ever give you any advice backstage? He said, yeah, listen to Pat Patterson. It's pretty good, great advice. <laughs> He's the best. Listen to Pat Patterson. Awesome. So, uh, and uh, JR on his podcast and another person you've shared locker room with uh, William Regal he mentioned on his podcast how uh, Regal never got his uh, due speaking on the JR speaking on his podcast he says he's met and developed uh, a lot of relationships but he values his relationship with William Regal more than most mm. and he said uh, he's an invaluable asset to WA and the, uh, would be for any company to hang his hat on and such a good sport. His facial expressions were priceless, which I admit, I know we say Taker's got the best expressions, but I think Regal's right behind him. Yeah. And it shows how much he can get over uh, with the nonsense and subtleties. Regal's a star that never got his due as much as he believes. Yeah. Well, he's still got a job. So, you know, that's you know, he's still getting a paycheck. But yeah, I always liked Regal. Um, a real gentleman you know and i remember when i was uh uh asking for my release i actually called him up and he gave me uh brian dixon's expired phone number right <laughs> <laughs> so i owe i owe him a slap in the face for that one but uh no i always liked regal and uh been in the ring with him a few times like in battle royals and stuff but uh yeah. i was always a fan of his work you know yeah, yeah, great worker, and uh, he has been given a few pushes, and he was planning on having a big push. I think it was in like 2008, but uh, I think he got busted in um, one of the uh, steroid uh, scandals or something. I know oh, I remember that. Yeah, guess whose name wasn't on that list? Yourself. <laughs> right. Well, th there was two big cases, wasn't there? I think there was one. Yeah, there was one in, I think there was one, like, not long after Benoit su uh, committed suicide. That's the I one. Think, 
Yeah, and there was a lot. I think it was like Edge, Orton, Morrison, a few others. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, Sly was on that one. Uh, Right. uh, Simon Simon Dean was on that one. Yeah, a bunch of guys. Simon Dean, Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's like, dude, when you're dealing with a control substance and a control substance that almost got the company put out of business and the chairman put in prison... You don't leave paper trail. Leave no evidence! Yeah. <laughs> so, last night, uh, AEW had their uh, big show, uh, Full Gear. So, uh, I caught some highlights of it. So, uh, not a bad show. A uh, couple of the matches that happened. MJF defeated Darby Allen. Um, Brian Danielson won the... Uh, title eliminator which means he's going to get a future world title shot um two of the talking points cody rhodes teamed up with pack and defeated uh malachi black and andrade but cody Rhodes is someone that doesn't have self-awareness because he portrays himself as this big american hero uh-huh. he, gets, he gets booed out the building every week <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes married to um, what's his name now Brandy, so you know, and he's really he's really spoiled. You know, he wants to end racism and things like that, which obviously we all do. But mm. he so in storyline, he he done a promo. He's like, I'm proud to be American. I want to end racism. It, it, his feud at the time was against Anthony Ogogo, a British mixed race wrestler oh really <laughs> Cody wants to know about and the racism, racism I'm like so you want to beat up the foreign black guy <laughs> <laughs> oh is that when they try to do like America versus England type yeah I'm like we haven't been to war since like the 1600s <laughs> yeah you guys are allies there's no we're like there. best friends I spoke to right? Stevie Ray last week and he's like American UK is a real hard of me they're the real tag team. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, um, but, and he gets really upset on social media and so does his wife because when he gets booed, they take it really personally and it, like, and I don't know if it's okay, babe, but he keeps saying when he does these press conferences, I don't want to turn heel, I never want to turn heel. I'm like, you should. <laughs> like, people don't like you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> You're not your father. <laughs> okay? You're not right. even just... Right. But, but, uh, they had the, but it was weird because he's the baby face. He's teamed up with uh, Pac, Adrian Neville, and he's the baby face. Yeah. Against the two heels, three of the four men got baby face reactions, and Cody was the one guy who got booed. <laughs> wow. So, um, it's funny. It really is. And um, one of the matches, so CM Punk was against uh, Eddie Kingston. And uh, we've been saying for a few weeks, I think fans are getting sick of this happy-go-lucky CM Punk who's promo every week is like, oh, I'm so grateful for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Like, there wasn't booze, but it was like 50-50 chance, like, between mm-hmm. him and his Eddie Kingston. And for someone like CM Punk, who's been out of wrestling for seven or eight years, you know, he should be the biggest babyface in wrestling now, especially, like, you know, in AEW, because he left WWE, he's against WWE, he's in AEW. He should be your biggest baby face and 
people get tired of it very quickly. Yeah, man. Like wrestling fans are just ah, fuck. Some of them are hard to understand. You know, it's like I remember years ago they were saying too much talking, more wrestling, and then AEW does like twenty minute matches. Now they're complaining. Well, it's too much wrestling. Well, it's like fuck. Make up your mind. You know. I think the thing with I think the thing with Punk as well, it's and we've mentioned this a few times. It's too much overexposure because he's had so many matches and they've all been good matches. So his match quality's been fine. But if he's not wrestling, he's on commentary. If he's not on commentary, he's doing a promo every week, and like the promos he does ain't leading to anything. Right. So. And when I compare that to how WWE is Tret Edge's return, who's been out for like nine years, yeah. like it's night and day. Like Edge's has been so much better, in my opinion, and he's been put in good programs. And like he's been written off now um, for, off TV for a few months uh, after this feud with Seth Rollins, where it made Seth Rollins a star. So it's, I think they're mishandling the CM Punk return already. I don't know. I think there's just too much wrestling on television, dude. There's too much product out there. There is. Like, I, I've been... I can't remember the last time I watched a full show. Um, it's weird, because I'll chuck on the network, and I've been watching a lot of ECW, which I mentioned to Phil LaFon last week. For everyone, please check that out. That was a great interview. I've been watching a lot of the ECW stuff, but today's wrestling. I can't watch a full show. I, I watch a half an hour confirmation on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and even then, it feels like it drugs. <laughs> well, didn't this past uh, Raw have like the lowest third hour ever? Yeah, it was like a one point three. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's that, like damn, that's low. They put that up against like the mid nineties, well, like nineteen ninety five. Well, they're yeah, they're getting lower than that. Well, three that's hours great. is too long. Three hours, man. Fuck. This day oh, and yeah. age, ADHD that fucking social media gives you. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. It needs to be two hours, but obviously they're getting paid quite well for that third hour. So, or is it worth it? I don't know. How's their attendances? Do we have any numbers on attendances? Like, I don't think they're too bad. They're not too bad, oh. yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched. I haven't looked lately. I know there was someone put a picture of a show a few weeks back, but I think that was because a, a big part of the section was closed off for the cameras or for health reasons, health and safety reasons. Uh, uh, section, but and they've been touring in the UK yeah for the past couple of weeks. I haven't had a chance to go, but I seen I seen a few pictures from like Liverpool it was really really bad, like empty. Yeah. And then uh, Leeds was like really bad too, uh, but then again, we are in a mix. You know, people are probably scared to go out because of the virus and stuff. You know, there's different factors. And I'll be honest, I don't know myself what the situation is with going. I think you need the uh, vaccine passport to attend shows over here. Uh huh. So okay. um, I think you do. So uh, that's probably one of the reasons why some people hasn't went as well. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, that's another factor. And uh, in the main event, uh, Hangman Adam Page defeated Kenny Omega to become the new uh, world champion. 
So, Did he really? Yeah, I don't know. I if never, I never seen, I never seen that guy's work. Is he any good? He must be. Right. Oh yeah, Paige is good actually. He's a really good baby face. Um, he's someone they can build a company around for a while. Oh okay. So uh, good wrestler, and apparently I think Omega's got to take some time off because he's been wrestling through some injuries for the last few months. So uh, is it that dreaded one one day a week work schedule. <laughs> I know. I don't even do live shows. Um, well, house shows. Right. So um, that's the thing. AW. I don't, I don't know if they ever done like live events, like you know, like the WWE schedule. They have not, not that I know of. Because they was getting started, and I think it was going to start far in the road. But when they, before they could, obviously COVID hit. So that'll be interesting, uh, and especially the way they work. Because, and I'm not people think I'm anti AW. I'm not. I'm just saying it how I feel. There's a shitload of injuries that happens in AW, and it's on a consistent basis. Well, so, it's, the style, it's the style they're working, man. No, they're doing all these work. high spots for TV, and and uh, a lot of them, I hate to say it, but a lot of those guys aren't properly trained. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, there's there's a great, there's a fun account on Twitter, and AEW themselves has tried to take this account down. He's called AEW Botches. Oh, I seen that. You yeah. seen him? Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gives us material for the show. <laughs> See the Matt Hardy one this week? No, I did not. Right. Matt Hardy's trying to defend it. Matt, Matt Hardy's gone really senile. Has he really? Yeah. He, I, he's drinking DTE, that. bro. It's real. He's drinking that Tony Khan Kool-Aid. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Okay. He, so, I forgot who he was wrestling. He's laid out in the match. Uh, referee's distracted. So, Matt Hardy went to attempt like a, an elbow drop, like to the mat. Okay. Missed him by half a foot. <laughs> okay, he completely missed him. Uh, and then he covered him and he got the one, two, three. So feels like, what was this, Matt? Oh, you use the stupid fans. You don't understand. Fat, I done the bump to make a sound to the ref. Fat, I was hitting an elbow drop. So I didn't suspect Fat. The wrestlers outside attacked him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, seriously. <laughs> okay. That's, hey, man. That's okay. I don't get it, but it makes sense to you. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I, should, I, I wish I trimmed it for uh, wrestling TikTok. I completely forgot. But um, right next uh, week, the, the Kool Aid is strong with AEW, really is. And some of them, yeah, but some of them, Matt Hardy is the biggest one. Like he, he's all in, pun intended, with AEW. And uh, like, the, there's a lot of fans they keep writing. Bring Jeff back over. Bring Jeff over. I'm thinking, why would Jeff leave? Right. <laughs> why would he be getting paid well? He's trapped really well with that. It looks like he's possibly getting a, another push. Uh, oh. Fingers crossed. So uh, that would be great. But um, why would Jeff leave to finish up in AEW? It's all about money, bro. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy. But cool. So we'll go to your favorite then, uh, WrestleMania. Okay. So, first one, we got one off Mr. Braun Strowman. When you wake up in the morning and realize your phone charger wasn't plugged in. Ah, uh, yes. 
I know the feeling there, Braun. What is he up to now? Is he? I saw Hannibal post a clip that he tried to be an arm wrestler and he lost like really, really bad. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I know he done a show with. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. EC3. Uh-huh. Um, EC3 put this show, uh, Controlled Narrative, put it on Fight TV, then it was available on YouTube. And a uh, few wrestlers done, uh, guy I, a few people I've interviewed actually was on the show. And uh, he was on that show, but besides that, he hasn't turned up anywhere. There's been an office from Impact Wrestling. Uh, Impact Wrestling's ratings, is, by the way, uh, on that. They're in the toilet at the minute. Um, the, the latest episode of Impact got like 80,000, 87,000. Too much wrestling, dude. Too much yeah. wrestling. Well, how much uh, was that Braun guy asking for? Like 25K? So, in the appearances, I know they yeah. said he was asking for uh, 10 figures. Not 10 figures. <laughs> uh, seven figures. <laughs> 10 figures. <laughs> That's Is this guy bit. fucking delusional? Like, see, that's 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 like a, a prime example of a guy that never came from independence and just was in WWF. Yeah. yeah, that's the mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, when you think about the minimum he was would have been asking for then, if it was uh, seven figures, um, would have been ten thousand dollars. Seven figures? No, James, that'd be one million dollars. Oh, six figures, my mistake. Six figures, then the minimum would be a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, I guarantee you, majority of WWF's fucking live events don't gross at a hundred thousand dollars these days. Yeah, for the entire event, right? So, okay, next. You may be cool, but you'll never be Ric Flair driving a Jeep Grand Wagoner with Roddy Piper. Look at the face on Piper, huh? <laughs> He's like kayfabe, motherfucker. All right, next one. They have some crazy stories. <laughs> Now I've had the time of my life. Look a warrior, man. He was fucking jacked. Big guy. Yeah. This picture of Burhardt and Double White Dem in front of the lake should be on Canadian currency. <laughs> Look at the it's, fucking it's I would have it on British currency. <laughs> Look at that. The fucking jeans tucked into the boots. That is a pretty cool photo, though. Yeah. When you're waiting for her to text back. Uh, <laughs> me on LinkedIn versus me on Twitter. Well, <laughs> I don't have the LinkedIn and I don't run my own Twitter, so no. So um no, uh so that's them. So uh next we'll go to wrestling TikTok. Uh I got quite a few this week, so uh and I've saved some uh Noah ones for the end, but first we've got uh Jeff Hardy and Edge. <laughs> watching that yeah okay next one is Randy trick <laughs> yeah this one's a fun one Yeah, he's someone who looks like he's going to be in WWE for a while, to be fair. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I hung out with him a few times. He's a nice, 
I like hanging around. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to stay and make make a make oh, a, forgot uh, your line, good, Randall. Good lucha, lucha thing. Kicked your leg out of your leg. Big shows <laughs> mine. That was the best, Seth Rollins. And that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Tuck his legs, tail between his legs. Is it just me or does he have like. Legs between my legs, but what I should do. Like an annoying. And not only. An inanimate object. Right? Shut up! Shut your mouth! You think people would like these in Japan? You think scooters are big in Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think? Oh, freak out what I was That's not what. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, this they is from This wrestling is not for real, is it? Like, you, you act or... I find your remark and your question insulting. It's not my question. It's somebody Wow. <laughs> you know he got put in prison. Fake, huh? Does that feel yeah. fake? Hey. He was locked up. I don't know if it was like... Does it? Six weeks oh, or no, three no, months? Why don't you come down tonight? Well, let's yeah, Before really I like kick that. his ass, I'll kick yeah. your ass. It's still okay. real to me. All right, just calm down. Don't, hey, we're not here to be insulted. I'm not like, here to be insulted. Before we click on next video, has anyone okay. ever came up to you and said, oh, wrestling's fake, right. and what's been your um, reactions? Uh, in this day and age, how are you going to defend it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, what I do say is I say, yeah, well, I can't, I can't fault you for thinking that, but see, these teeth, they're also fake. I had them replaced three times because they got knocked out. Because when wrestlers. fans try to attack yeah. wrestlers, when fans try to attack wrestlers, oh shit! Yeah. Mike Anderson's been a few of these. <laughs> Referee. Yeah. Look at Triple H. Wow, good takedown, bud. He's only about 140 pounds, but still. <laughs> Look at the referee kicking him in the fucking head. I think it's Kyoto. Yeah, I think I might be getting Kyoto on the show soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll try and bring him on here as well, actually. Steve Ray he spoke to Ronda Rousey's husband the next day. Right. Decided to know that was how he got inducted that night. Uh -huh. And I said, Did you see? He said, No. He said, That because me and Brooke Booker was getting ready for our induction. He said, But I heard about it. And the next day I was speaking to that Travis Brown, um, Ronda's husband, because he was like, Him and Shane was like the first two on the scene. Uh -huh. And Tra Travis told me about it, he said. And he said, My reaction was, Oh man, did you ain't going to fetch you back again? You're a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> right. oh, it was a fun interview, Stevie Ray. By the way, I loved it. <laughs> He's uh, seems like very intelligent, very intelligent. Yeah, 
Okay, GHP, here we go. Here from Pro Wrestling Noah, so we've got the uh, history of tag team champions. WrestleUniverse.com, everyone. Sign up today. How does it feel, Renee, to be part of that list with these legendary names? Can't hear you, bud. What? Sorry, I said that. How does it feel to be part of like this list with these legendary names? It's a uh, goal. Oh, and we have a rematch clause, dude. We have a rematch clause. As soon as they last step back, we'll challenge for the titles again. Whoever, uh, whoever holds them. Well, click on the next video and look at you. Might be challenging. Let's see here. Oh, they win it. Yep. Yeah, you know, I must have wrestled Muda at least a hundred different times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In in Taiwan. Taiwan was the best because it was, uh, I was a part of a group called Voodoo Murderers and it was Muda and Chono, man. Yeah. Ah, place was packed and Thai, Taiwanese audience is different Japan's usually pretty quiet you know but Taiwan was more like a North American crowd and it was ah, fucking awesome time man that's good um, political on the podcast uh, something people enjoy talking though but what do you think of this whole Taiwan and China situation <sighs> I don't know man we're going to head into World War Three within the next year or two, and we're all going to die. Because... hate to be a bear of bad news, but shit's going I, down south, boys. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of, like, political stuff, and, like, I've been catching a lot of the Taiwan thing, and it's like if China goes for um, Taiwan, it'd be Japan next, or... But then, if Japan gets involved, because of what happened with Pearl Harbor and that, uh, America and Japan's got an agreement. If anything happened to Japan, America has to step in. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, this thing. So like, and I don't think people's aware of it. Uh, but I've been like watching a lot of this stuff lately. It's weird because as you get older, you start taking paying more attention to this kind of stuff. Right. And when you see stuff like this, I'm like, wow, this thing that you know, this is a powder keg waiting to explode. <laughs> I don't know. It's like when uh, Biden got rid of the troops in Afghanistan, the first ones to come in was China, right? Yeah. For all the natural resources and shit, right? I don't know, dude. I'm just going to live one day at a time and concentrate on my business and uh, whatever happens, happens, right? That's all you can do. Well, it's safe because we haven't got much of a Chinese audience anyway, so we can say what we <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we're good. We're, we're, we're popular, obviously, in Canada, America, UK. Uh, we've got a few viewers from Japan, so thank you for tuning in. Oh, great. Um, right. Yeah, we're picking up over in Japan. And a few countries, uh, Renee. Um, I'm going to have to show you the list one day, but, you know, it's getting round, to be fair, so... 
across Europe as well, we're doing pretty well. So big thank you to everyone that's been tuning in. And uh, forgot to mention, didn't we, last week, Renee, um, we passed 250 subscribers. Uh, big thank you for that. And uh, we have uh, got our first bit of merchandise available. Uh, Renee, tell them about the um, 8x10s. Yeah, well, I get asked a lot about 8x10s because I'm not a big... Um, uh, what's that? You know those... Uh, those signings that they have, like in the United States, the big conventions and stuff. Yeah, I really hate those, so I'm just going to do it on my own. So, if anybody's interested in uh, a signed eight by ten, listening. So there they are, and uh, we're coming out with a line of T-shirts soon. Uh, we got some designs that I'm looking at, and uh, yeah, they'll be here uh, once they're they're made up and um, support. Uh, support my career i greatly appreciate it yeah and like i said thank you to everyone that's been supporting the channel like the numbers we've been getting and this is episode 13 so we haven't been doing this for long at all and uh you just keep tuning in so thank you and for new viewers or returning viewers who hasn't subscribed please do so really helps the channel and like we've mentioned previously the bigger the audience we can get we can get bigger guests and we have got a few names in the pipeline. We'll keep them on the download for a bit, but uh, possibly next week we might have two big guests, but we're going to keep it a surprise. But if you want to know who they are, then tune in next week. As simple as that, isn't it, Renee? That's it. Very simple. Thank you, everyone. We're at 200 as of this podcast. We're at 276 subscribers. I'd like to reach 1,000 by January 1st. So please share the video, get the word out. And... Uh, Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Oh, I, thanks a lot.